Hey guys, it's Katie and Sunny back with the podcast. Today our topic is Little Rock Nine. Little Rock Nine was a significant event in the civil rights movement. Little Rock Nine was the result of Brown versus Board of Education in 1954. Brown versus Board was when the Supreme Court ruled segregation unconstitutional, as it violated the 14th Amendment. After desegregation was made illegal, the troubles did not stop there for African Americans, and there were mixed reactions after this case. But in 1955, the Supreme Court handed down a second ruling known as Brown II that ordered school desegregation implemented with all deliberate speed, since it had been a year and no school had yet to desegregate. In 1984, Arkansas became the first Southern state to admit African Americans to state universities without being required by a court order. Little Rock Superintendent Virgil Blossom began planning for desegregation immediately after Brown versus Board. Little Rock 9 became the first account of desegregation that was broadcasted to Americans. It all started on the first day of high school at Central High in Arkansas. In September of 1957, Governor Faubus of Arkansas brought in the Arkansas National Guard to try to blockade the nine new African-American students. Before this, he had supported segregation. Can you imagine being blockaded from school? No, but on September 24th, President Eisenhower brought in soldiers to escort the nine students into school. A federal judge ordered Faubus to let the students into school. Did you also know that the nine students also had to endure intensive counseling just to go to school? That is crazy. How come there was only nine of them? Well, they were actually selected by Daisy Bates, who was the president of the NAACP. She believed that these students had what it took to become the first African-American students at a former white-only school. Also, did you know that the NAACP members called eight of the students and arranged to drive them to school? They couldn't reach one of the students, Elizabeth Eckford, who didn't have a phone, and she had to go to school alone. Yeah, and when she got there, she faced a massive crowd, jeering and taunting her. Eckford and the other eight students faced this harassment throughout the entire school year. That's when the famous photo of of Elizabeth Eckford was taken, showing Hazel Bryant's scream at Elizabeth Eckford, symbolizing white hatred. This photo was an icon of the civil rights movement. That spring, on May 27, 1958, Ernest Green became the first African-American who graduated from Central High. Eventually, they had to shut the school down. Why did they shut the school down? Governor Fabus wanted to prevent more desegregation in schools. Eventually, the schools opened again in a year. Also, Carlota Walls, who was a part of Little Rock Nine's home, was bombed because she was a part of the movement of integrating schools. Luckily, at the time, she was visiting her relatives and was not injured. She even showed up to school the next day. This act of terrorism really demonstrates how people did not want integration to occur. Yeah, but because of Little Rock Nine, integration spread throughout the nation. (laughs) Today, eight of the nine students of Little Rock Nine are still alive. Wow, it's shocking to to discover that it really wasn't long ago when African-American students were fighting just to attend the same schools as white people. Yeah, but members of Little Rock Nine went off to have distinguishable careers. They were even personally invited to the inauguration of President Barack Obama and received medals from President Bill Clinton. Because of Little Rock Nine, many schools proceeded in desegregating and eventually led to desegregation in America. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Next week, we will be discussing Katie's problems. Hey guys, it's Katie and Sunny back with a podcast. 
Today our topic is Little Rock Nine. Little Rock Nine was a significant event in the civil rights movement. Little Rock Nine was the result of Brown v. Board of Education in 1954. Brown v. Board was when the Supreme Court ruled segregation unconstitutional, as it violated the 14th Amendment. After desegregation was made illegal, the troubles did not stop there for African Americans, and there were mixed reactions after this case. But in 1955, the Supreme Court handed down a second ruling known as Brown II that ordered school desegregation implemented with all deliberate speed, since it had been a year and no school had to yet to desegregate. In 1984, Arkansas became the first Southern state to admit African Americans to state universities without being required by a court order. Little Rock Superintendent Virgil Blossom began planning for desegregation immediately after Brown versus Board. Little Rock Nine became the first account of desegregation that was broadcasted to Americans. It all started on the first day of high school at Central High in Arkansas. In September of 1957, Governor Faubus of Arkansas brought in the Arkansas National Guard to try to blockade the nine new African-American students. Before this, he had supported segregation. Can you imagine being blockaded from school? No, but on September 24th, President Eisenhower brought in soldiers to escort the nine students into school. A federal judge ordered Favis to let the students into school. Did you also know that the nine students also had to endure intensive counseling just to go to school? That is crazy. How come there was only nine of them? Well, they were actually selected by Daisy Bates, who was the president of the NAACP. She believed that these students had what it took to become the first African-American students at a former white-only school. Also, did you know that NAACP members called eight of the students and arranged to drive them to school? They couldn't reach one of the students, Elizabeth Eckford, who didn't have a phone, and she had to go to school alone. Yeah, and when she got there, she faced a massive crowd, jeering and taunting her. Eckford and the other eight students faced this harassment throughout the entire school year. That's when the famous photo of Elizabeth Eckford was taken, showing Hazel Bryan's scream at Elizabeth Eckford, symbolizing white hatred. This photo was an icon of the civil rights movement. That spring, on May 27, 1958, Ernest Green became the first African American who graduated from Central High. Eventually, they had to shut down the school. Why did they shut down the school? Governor Fabus wanted to prevent more desegregation in schools. Eventually, the school opened again in a year. Also, Carlota Walls, who was a part of Little Rock Nine's home, was bombed because she was a part of the movement of integrating schools. Luckily, at the time, she was visiting her relatives and was not injured. She even showed up to school the next day. This act of terrorism really demonstrates how people did not want integration to occur. Yeah, but because of Little Rock Nine, integration spread throughout the nation. <laughs> Today, eight of the nine students of Little Rock are still alive. Wow, it's shocking to discover that it really wasn't long ago when African-American students were fighting just to attend the same schools as white people. <laughs> yeah, but members of Little Rock Nine went off to have distinguishable careers. They were even personally invited to the inauguration of President Barack Obama and received medals from President Bill Clinton. Because of Little Rock Nine, many schools proceeded in desegregating and eventually led to desegregation in America. Well, that's all, all the time we have for today. Next week, we will be discussing Katie's problems. We barely made